Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Never been to South America. Wait a minute. Is that the new uh, Argentinian president? That is. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you thought, uh, yeah, you thought we had a boisterous well, uh, guy. We might have him on a cover song soon here. Maybe uh, Taylor Swift will cover one of his songs. It's not a bad voice. No, it's yeah. pretty good. He gets it. Well, Argentina is a wild place. Don't cry for me, Evita. Pope Francis, right? And Grover Norquist. Now, Grover had an emergency. Hopefully, we'll get him on next week. But we're going to talk with the executive director of his group, Americans for tax reform. You see, Grover Norquist, Mr. No New Taxes, told me once, Dan, he keeps it in a fireproof, uh, waterproof safe that's guarded around the clock when people (laughs) sign the pledge, I will not raise taxes. I don't know if he still does that or not. George W. Bush is one that he, uh, George Bush Sr. is one that he brought down who went that way. I mean, a lot of these people like to say it, then they get in there. And they come up with all kinds of reasons to raise taxes. This guy is practicing um, anarchist capitalism. He's a capitalist, but he's thrown the word anarchy in there to mean he's not married to any of the corporate sort of capitalism. He's pushed back against China, which has vast holdings there. It's a very Trumpian moment here. And one thing I want to know from Chris Butler, too, is uh, Javier, he's been pushing the American dollar. Yes. And what that yes. means for Americans, what that exactly. means here in America for us. Exactly right. So uh, let's go to uh, Chris Butler here on Talk Radio 1210, Executive Director, Americans for Tax Reform. Hey, Chris, you guys have to be popping the champagne over there. This is a big moment. Tell us uh, how Grover Norquist and the organization's involved. Absolutely. He's the first uh, he's the first head of state to be elected with the tax having taken the taxpayer protection pledge outside the United States. He actually uh, took the took the pledge back in August. Um, The exact same wording of the pledge uh, that we use here for our presidential candidates and for gubernatorial candidates. It's uh, sponsored in Argentina by the Asociación de Contribuyentes, which is sort of our equivalent in um, Argentina, that we actually helped to train a lot of those folks through some of our international training programs. It's very exciting. Well, my God, how did that happen, though? Did he call you or you sent it to him? How did it happen? Well, we uh, one of the things that Americans for Tax Reform does, believe it or not, is to help to train people that are looking to set up taxpayer organizations outside the United States to do the same thing that we do here. And so uh, some of these folks that we've met uh, down in a, a trip that we did to Ar- Argentina a few years ago, 
Um, and then we also did an event with some of the taxpayer organizations in Peru that some of these guys, some of the guys that set up the taxpayer organization in Argentina just a couple of years ago, by the way. Tremendous success for these guys in only a couple of years. Um, we we walked them through some of the things that we did. They've been here to the United States to see some of the ways that the conservative movement operates in the United States. And we're excited to try something in Argentina with as desperate as, as things have gotten there uh, over yeah. the last couple of years. And, Chris, uh, we're told, too, that this guy is very much enamored with the dollar and the uh, solid nature of the dollar and trying to help make that happen. Yeah, that's right. And he has pledged to dollarize, to destroy the central bank of Argentina, to dollarize the economy uh, and make the dollar legal tender for a period there. People may not know that Argentina actually already has one of the largest reserves, if not the largest reserve of dollars in the economy. It's just all in the black market. I mean, when you have 130 percent inflation, oh, there's well, oh, oh, God, uh, you know, hey, uh, that's where Joe Biden will be heading next after he's beaten. I got 130 percent inflation. My God, that is yeah. incredible. Uh, talking about the dollar, Chris Butler, executive director of Americans for Tax Reform. Are you guys involved, uh, I would think, in some kind of way, uh, Chris, with um, showing the American public the plot? to go to the digital dollar, remove cash, essentially? Uh, yeah, we have, we have talked a lot about it. I mean, um, one of the dangers is the Federal Reserve have see, has seen um, what has been going on with uh, Bitcoin and, some, and a stable coin and some of these other um, digital currencies, and they have a desire to box some of this out and follow the lead of what um, uh, what they've done in China in terms of creating digital currency. Unfortunately, it would provide even more uh, ability for the Federal Reserve to manipulate currency, to cancel people's money. Uh, if, if you decide that you're going to do something that they don't like, uh, it's really dangerous. We really need to keep the government out of doing this. And uh, DeSantis, of all things, you know, in the middle of a heated presidential campaign, went off on this yesterday and said it's dead on arrival with him, I think uh, this has to be interjected into this campaign uh, that when people hear about this and what you said, China, you know, your social capital, they'll determine whether you're worthy to do this and what you're doing is it worthy. This is incredibly troubling stuff. Yeah, it's very dangerous. I think all the all the candidates need to make the same kind of uh, the same kind of commitment that DeSantis has made. Yeah, exactly. Exactly right. Well, I am thrilled and I was told uh, that you guys, uh, Lisa Grover and I guess some others, I can't even imagine traveling to Argentina. It's five time zones, I think. And what, a 13 hour trip, something like that? Yeah, something like 13 hours. It's not it, yeah, the time zones is not so bad down there. But the yeah, the the it, it's a it's a long way down there. Um, and in a way, it's like going back to 1971. Um, because they've really been suffering under so much malaise. Um, They've been electing – it's really the first free market president they've elected in Argentina since the late 1920s. Wow. And back back then in the 1920s, Argentina and Buenos Aires was called the Paris of the Americas. Uh, It had had the top five economy in the world. It was – you know, they they were doing all the things – they were doing all the things then that always have made – countries rich you know the reduced regulatory environment low taxation 
uh, uh, predictable and strong rule of law. And uh, beginning with Perone, and, you know, we've had sort of some slightly left-leaning Peronists, some slightly right-leaning Peronists, uh, some true socialists, but we never really have gotten back to free market principles in Argentina for 100 years. And so Malay's really got his work cut out for him. But people finally have had enough. Uh, one of the exciting things about Malay is how much he motivated young people to turn out and vote for the first time. I wow. mean, he won 70 percent of people under 24. Wow. Uh, Javier Malay did. Well, he seems um, like a on... character. I don't know about the hair. Can you uh, tell us uh, any position on the hair here? Uh, see, I'm always willing to give the guy a break because I've seen Trump's hair up close and say it's not a wig. What is uh, what is the Grover Norquist outfit think? Uh, well, I, I sort of grew up listening to um, uh, uh, the Stone Roses and a lot of the uh, 60s throwback mod stars when I was a kid. So I would say that I find his hair to be most appealing. Uh, <laughs> I don't have any hair at all myself anymore, so I can only look with jealousy on his hair. Oh, he's quite a singer, too. He was a drummer in a punk band, I think, at one point oh, or something like God. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, he's uh, had quite an interesting career. The Pope hasn't commented yet, unless I missed it, Dan. And the Pope was a bouncer in Argentina at one point, oh, if you can okay. imagine. Yeah. yeah. So we're we're waiting on that. I don't see this guy <laughs> in the Pope having a papal audience anytime soon. Uh, Chris, thank you so much uh, for coming on today. And uh, Americans for Tax Reform, tell us where people can go to see this ongoing. Well, the, you can, of course, go to atr.org, atr.org, and learn about everything that we have going on, our campaign to get everybody to sign the Taxpayer Protection Pledge in this country. We've got about 90% of um, Republicans at the federal level who have signed the Taxpayer Protection Pledge, and it goes all the way down to the state level. Well, let, 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 me your... ask, let me ask on that. Uh, on the mm -hmm. Republican side, who are the signing signatories to it? So um, everyone that's left in the presidential race has signed a taxpayer protection pledge. Uh, Trump uh, signed it in 20, uh, uh, 2012. Um, he, uh, he, we have a written commitment from him now, but we're still working on getting him to sign the actual official pledge document. But we continue to think it's going to come. And how so about on the Democrats? Uh, here, here's here's the one I wanted to ask you. Uh, Robert Kennedy Jr., has he ever rejected it or signed it? Uh, he so uh, interestingly, we heard from him at one point that he was interested in signing, but his uh, campaign manager Dennis Kucinich seems to be running some interference. But we'll see. If, we'll see. If, we see. If, we'll see if we can get that done. I, I, I'm, I'm somewhat hopeful. Oh, it kind of goes in a lot of different directions. So yeah, we'll uh, Cornell West, I'm sure, is a signatory, right? <laughs> if it makes you yeah, feel any better, Chris, uh, no. <laughs> we reached out to him at the show like three times. They're like, yeah, we'll come on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And Dennis then, Kucinich is blocking Yeah, maybe it's yes. Kucinich blocking it's that, Kucinich too. Yeah, blocking yeah. Hey, uh, Chris, uh, thank you for coming on. We will do it again. And, uh, again, thanks for this. It's fascinating what Americans for tax reform are doing here. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. Have a good day. All right, Chris Butler. Dan, another find. I like that. we got to get that digital dollar guy on, too. Remember the, the guy we had on uh, Lind or whatever his name, the, the guy we had on about China. Yeah, Will. Uh, yeah, I thought I thought he'd be up for it. Yeah. Will Hild. No. Will Hild. No, yes. when I when when we heard back from Grover, I uh, pulled oh, off okay. that. Oh, OK. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'm sure Will will come on. He's yeah. more a digital dollar guy. Yeah. I mean, they're only tangentially related to it. Yeah. Consumer. Yeah. Something, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Monday, maybe. OK. Yeah. So. Um,
good stuff there to put it. My, can you imagine this Argentinian guy? It's kind of like uh, Brexit and a few other things. And, uh, you know, they're not exactly like Trump, but this guy is a character. And when you see the Pope and the nonsense that he does, remember, he's, you know, Peronistas, he's uh, Evita, he's from that place. I mean, I just picture Argentina. Uh, maybe we've gone on a, a trip to Argentina with listeners. I quit this guy. I could picture gauchos flying across and a lot of people eating steaks. <laughs> Attractive group of people, though. They're very uh, kind of Italian in, in their look, to me, anyhow. Uh, by the way, on the attractiveness scale, I tease this, Dan. The Pol- a Polish institute says today, their vast findings, it's the Borowski Institute, probably, that attractive men are the ones that advance because of their looks more than attractive women. And they did it from the age of 15 going forward. So that might be good news. I don't believe it. I think attractive women no, I, have the edge. I think, no. Because it's always been said, and I think it's true that there, you know, you often hear about the sexism in the workplace, but there's yeah. a, a time that women, uh, men start, you know, aging gracefully is the phrase they use, and women, they're they're looked past. Oh, so you're looking? Okay, now I, that, I think that's I think that's the truth. You now know, that part from the Borowski Institute, I would agree they're off, and they're at the older ages. Gray hair, the man. Okay, I think, I think longevity plays into this, though. Yeah, doesn't it? no, but they're saying, though, at the age of 15 to prime years okay. into the mid 30s, yeah. that men have the advantage in the workplace if they're attractive versus women. I don't see that at all. It's just not true, right? Um, It's a Polish institute, I might add. So I, I don't know. Like, uh, I mean, I'm unattractive and have trouble getting ahead so uh it says <laughs> you know, here, maybe there's truth to this people as more attractive as teenagers grow up to be more successful physical attractiveness benefited men and women but men reap more benefit beauty goggles mean we perceive physically attractive people as more confident intelligent and trustworthy this from the polish academy of sciences <laughs> <laughs> Which is it's perfect well, Ro, Ro loved this story today when I told her it's uh, sometimes known as the Borowski Institute. Oh, okay. Yeah, there you yeah, go. I like it. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it's a truism that women have the advantage when it comes to that. Come on. There's more men in the workplace, more of that type of stuff. Yeah. I mean, this kind of plays into the whole idea, though, that men have easier times getting promotions just in general. Well, in too, general, you know? right. Yeah. Right. But if there's an attractiveness edge, I yeah. still think women in general. You know, I do think women... Yeah. Have it more. Yeah, have more. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, uh, so can I bring it back to uh, Javier Malay real quick? Yes. How many dogs is too many dogs? More than two. Really? Yes. He's really talking six, me and Maisie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He has five. Oh, God. And, and they're, Eng- they're English Mastiffs. Right. But the thing is, only one of them is real. Now, does this guy speak? Oh. The other four are clones. Oh, my God. Of that's the first it, that's one. It, right. so, that's so he has problem. five English Mastiffs that right. are all the same DNA. Right. They're just, they're, right. it's, it's one original and four clones. That's too much. Yeah, yeah is that weird? Yeah, the cloning I'm against. Uh, does this guy speak English? Because I'd like him on the show in 2024. Yeah, I'm positive he does. Oh, perfect. Yeah. You know, tell you know, I could tell him the usual things. We're very sympathetic. We'd come there and broadcast in Argentina in a heartbeat. 
All right, 855-839-1210. Let me take a side question. Side question today, first person in. Two people, two you get this year to Thanksgiving dinner. And tell us your reason why those two people you think would enhance the dinner, however you see it. They could be rivals. They could be similar. One could be serious. They could be male, female, whatever. Uh, Leah Thomas and Riley Gaines, now that might be a little too heated. No, since we had Riley on. Let's go to Ilana in uh, Burlington on Talk Radio 1210. Is it Alona? Ilana? Ilona. Ilona. Hi, Ilona. Happy Thanksgiving. Who do you have today? Happy Thanksgiving to you, too. Uh, my choices would be Albert Einstein and John F. Kennedy. All right. Uh, I could see the Kennedy one, obviously, for a lot of reasons. Wait. Why? Why Einstein? You can't see the Einstein. Go ahead, Alona. I don't think Einstein is somebody Sorry, I, I don't, going to be I great. Mean to jump on your, your time I, there, Alona. I don't, yeah, Alona, I don't see Einstein as a great conversationalist <laughs> there at the true. Turkey. Yeah. JFK, and it's a female car. JFK, my God. Rose saw him at Germantown and Shelton. Come on. <laughs> no, I, I, I think that I'd have intelligent conversation with humor. I think they both had a sense of humor, and I think it would be fun and also they both appreciated a beautiful woman so. <laughs> there you go I, I didn't know that about einstein that's another yeah, but einstein favorite. you'd really go yeah. with einstein yeah. Yeah. Okay. maybe jfk's yeah, not interested but yeah. <laughs> really okay. okay all right alona thanks for starting us off that's an interesting mix by the way mine was columbus and sir tom jones dan was bob hope and bobby flay bobby flay not bobby shay bobby flay bobby flay Hey, uh, uh, just while we're here, real quick, 60th anniversary yeah. today. That's where I was going next. Sorry, here, did, didn't mean to yeah, cut you no, off. No, that's okay. Yeah. 60th anniversary Big day for me. of the Kennedy assassination. And for my money, aside from all the other stuff that came out of this that was horrible, this started, and then the internet. If I had to say, um, what are the pillars of the conspiracy oriented society we live in? Mm-hmm. This is a big one. This started it. I think there have been, I've interviewed, um, I don't know how many people. I still go with Gerald Posner, and that guy would beat anyone in the debate. He says what I said. It was Leo Harvey Oswald. He's proven it in several books. Go to the Dallas Book uh, Depository, and you'll see it was Oswald. I mean, the evidence, you can see You don't think there's right a second one, though? No. Or anyone else involved? No. There's no governmental conspiracy? Uh, no, I mean, Oswald was a perfect person to want to do something like this. So, no, I, I don't see it. Like, like, I just, I, I really think they're, like, the, the JFK, and yes. the reason why it's one of the pillars of conspiracy society is because the, the themes still play out to today. Like, uh, you, you hear Trump being anti-establishment, and a lot of RFK is anti-establishment right. because the JFK conspiracy, what it was is, to a lot of conspiracy theorists, the first time that the, well, the biggest time, the most notable time that the establishment reared their ugly head and took out a president. That's one theory. There were a lot of others. Mob hit because of the womanizing yeah. and the connection. I mean, this guy was so compromised and so physically sick, too, in addition to everything You don't think else. there's a sliver of a chance that the FBI was involved? No. No? I don't see it, but again, I am the anti-conspiracy guy. <laughs> and you know the sayings, to some, conspiracy's better than sex. There, that's For years I've been saying it. But this is a big day of that RFK Jr. saying stuff about it. Without a doubt, this is the granddaddy. I would say of all conspiracies. Uh, I just want to take a note to mention again because I, I gave it to you and you yeah. loved it. Eleven twenty two sixty three. That series on Hulu. Oh yes. with James Franco, who's now canceled, but Stephen King's novel turned into a series. Uh, it's on Hulu. 
Oh, we'll yeah. watch it again. I didn't oh, know yeah, that. It's on yeah. Hulu. Great time to watch okay. it. And essentially what it is, it's a guy going back in time to yes. stop JFK from being shot and the butterfly effects that kind of happened through that and whether or not he wants to do the stop. And Yeah, we uh, watched it one of those downtime over the holidays like a couple years ago. Riveting. We were just... It's got to be more show. episodes. Like, very it, underrated. Yeah, Stephen King... With all of his faults. Very good in this. All right. Ilona is our sole participant. Who's coming to Thanksgiving dinner? That's the side question today. I don't know about Einstein. That's, uh, you know. I was thinking Mother Ter- I'm fascinated by Mother Teresa. But at Thanksgiving dinner, I might be a little bit too That's much. That's a woman who uh, doesn't value looks, apparently. Yeah, well. And, Intelligence yeah, means a lot. Yeah, you'd have to be very proud. I mean, you're saying, I can't imagine what she might do, you know? <laughs> she goes, yeah. Uh, right. If JFK's not interested, she would go with Einstein. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Dom to your Dano show. I got to put a quick note here. Ask Seth Williams about uh, dancing. And saxophone. Uh, and saxophone. He'll be coming trumpet. up. Former one, DA one at one thirty. What does he think of the new police commissioner, Jarrell Parker, etc.? All that uh, playing out. Uh, one uh, quick thing. There are people out there, Dan, that think, you know, it, it's fine to say we shouldn't be canceling people, lighten up. Can you make jokes about Matthew Perry right now? And I'll talk about this afterwards, Seth. I say no. I'm not even going to repeat the jokes that this guy's been making. No? Uh, No. I mean, the guy died a horrible death, obviously. A depressed individual. I'm not saying suicidal, but in a hot tub, etc. And this guy's telling jokes. Oh, the title of the show is What He Needed. You know, mocking. I mean... The guy's dead in this, yeah. Let me ask though: Is there is there is there an expiration date? Like like they say, too soon. Is it just too soon? And no, there's a time I, that it will I, come. Just, that... Why would you be making jokes about a guy? So let me ask like you: this? Is it like okay to make jokes about Michael Jackson's death? Because like comedians do that often. I wouldn't do it either. There, no, no. no you you might make other jokes about Michael Jackson, but not that. And I don't think you can make Holocaust jokes. I mean, knock me. Oh my God, you can't be in talk radio. There's this hackery in talk radio, and it gets some people to call in. Everything is funny. How dare you say it's not funny? Lighten up and all. What what joke are you making about the Holocaust? Yeah, I think I I, I, I vibe with you there. Yeah, I mean, and same thing with Matthew Perry. I, I, it's, it's sad. And, and I it's think you're like, these are, I worked in a comedy club, and there was yeah. comedians that would occasionally make the off-color, you know, Anne Frank or Holocaust joke, and it never got laughs, just got cringes from the Anne audience. Anne Frank jokes. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a show of not having material, and that's why you're going down this path. And you know what, Dan? I, I'm not saying anything should be done about it or whatever. 
I'm just saying you're not going to push back on me and telling me you don't have a sense of humor if I don't find Matthew Perry jokes by a guy funny, particularly at this point. You know, aren't there a ton of other things? I'm just very much in the camp of there should be nothing off limits for comedy. All right. Well, let's continue this after uh, Seth Williams, the DA Seth Williams is with us here coming up. Um, Toward what point? Why is that? I mean, oh. doesn't everything have... I thought you were teasing there. Yeah, Sorry. I mean, <laughs> is this not... And again, that no repercussion that anything happens to you, you get canceled or anything else. I don't care if that's what you want to do. But uh, the pushback of, well, you don't have a sense of humor if you don't think there's humor in Matthew Perry. I, my, my just thing goes back to who's the arbiter. Because Chappelle each, makes trans jokes and he gets like quasi canceled. Each, each individual. I'm not saying to cancel anybody. See, yeah. that's oh, yeah. no, no. But though, if not allowed, what do you mean by not allowed? Then they just sh- shouldn't. You know, I I just uh, I don't think they ought to do it. No. Yeah. And I have a right to not cancel them, but they're canceling me if I have to sit there and say, well, everything. Well, you be you 100 have the right to say they're not funny. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, and I. Uh, Hopefully, wouldn't be badgered into, you know, you're there, you're uncomfortable. Am I laughing at that? Hopefully, I'd say, nah, I'm not laughing at that. Yeah. Well, then you have no sense of humor, Dom. I'm rejecting a certain thing that's going it, on here. Isn't it part of comedy to make you feel uncomfortable, though? That's the other dodge they use. I mean, you know. Yeah, but I, I think it's true. Like, you don't want all comedians to be clean. Well, no, they don't have to be clean, but so there's no limit to this. And the, the dodge is, is that funny? Did people laugh at the Anne Frank joke? Uh, no. Okay. But the thing is, like, it's sometimes comedians use that stuff to send the crowd away and then pull them back to get bigger laughs with the next joke. You know, like they, they cringe uh, and then. They... I don't think they're doing that. I think they're low rank comedians. Yeah. We'll, Somebody we'll continue killed. this later. Oh, yeah, Sorry. definitely. All yeah. right. You, no, don't back it. You, you, no, I, I'm not trying to back okay. down. Just, we got Seth on the line. Yeah, I, I know. I hear yeah, no, and and, and Matthew Perry, I'm just reading this, Dan. It's like a couple weeks after his death, too. Yeah. I'm not even going to get into the dodge and winning the argument. Like, like this is why, I'm sorry to continue this, Seth, because very high, yeah. I highly respect you. It's yeah. just like Gilbert Gottfried after the, uh, remember the floods in Japan, he said something about uh, uh, someone floating by, and he was very widely canceled, was removed from Affleck because him. of that. I'm not going to, yeah, I'm in agreement. But yeah, you're right. It's not funny. Yeah, it's not, fu- that, it's not that's funny. That's kind of what I'm getting at. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's Seth. Uh, we'll get some... Uh, uh, that uh, night of dancing. That's a very funny guy himself. I, I, I never he's forgot. Great. Yes. All right. He's next. Big issues, big guest, and big dancing. Former uh, DA in the city of Philadelphia, Seth Williams, who's widely writing now and uh, speaking out on Krasner, uh, criminal justice, and the new police commissioner and mayor. Seth joins us here on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Seth, thanks for joining us today and happy Thanksgiving. Oh, happy Thanksgiving to you, Dom. It's always a pleasure to be on here with you and your listeners. Well, Seth, I remember when we had on the big three of uh, the big four. We included Rendell, Nutter, Seth Williams. and uh, Wait, Rendell was dancing? Uh, no, that would have been. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and Charles Ramsey, who uh, has a lot of resemblance to the new police commissioner. And we talked about what we didn't know then. It was a golden era of criminal justice based upon your partnership with the mayor, police commissioner, and great yep. common sense, constitutional things that were being done. So uh, what's your sense or connection? Did you work with uh, the new commissioner who was a deputy, I guess, at a certain mm. point then? Yes. 
Um, so I had a phenomenal working relationship, as you mentioned, with Mayor Nutter, Commissioner Ramsey, and we you know, try to put our egos aside and do what we thought was the best to get the best results for the citizens of Philadelphia, visitors, guests. And um, through that process, of course, I came to know very well um, Kevin Bethel. Uh, at the time, when I was a DA, um, I think at the very beginning, uh, he had been the captain of the 17th district, but, you know, he's a guy, he grew up in Philadelphia. He, grew, he went to Bartram, right? And you, you, you talk to people who live in Philadelphia, you say somebody went to Bartram. They just, they get, that's the person that understands Philly, okay? Yep. But he went to, he went to Bartram. He went later to, uh, he joined the police department out of high school, basically. While he was a young officer, he went and he finished at uh, Chestnut Hill College. He got a bachelor's degree in criminal justice. Um he, started, he cut his teeth in Philadelphia in the 6th District, which is like in Center City, parts of Chinatown. Um, and he worked there. He was a sergeant in nar- the Narcotic Strike Force. Uh, he did stuff in the Internal Affairs Unit, Special Investigations. Um, I think I first met him. He was a lieutenant in the 18th District, which is where I grew up. And I was serving on the PDAC when I was a young assistant district attorney in the 90s. He was a lieutenant um, in the, uh, the 18th District, which is in West Philadelphia. Um, he later became the captain of the 17th district, the commanding officer of the 17th district, which is like Graves Ferry, you know, parts of South Philly. Um, and when I was the DA, though, uh, Commissioner Ramsey had met, you know, a lot of his, you know, officers, but he had seen this captain and he made him a deputy commissioner. Um, and he rose to the ranks there and he was in charge of all of the patrol operations in the entire city. Um, while I was a district attorney. And so I had a lot of interactions with, of course, Commissioner Ramsey, who I'll tell anybody, I was in the Army for 19 years, as you know, Dom, and I think that Ramsey was one of the greatest leaders I ever just had the opportunity to witness at work um, with his uh, staff and his strategic leadership and just interpersonal dynamics. And three people that he really groomed were future Commissioner Rich Ross, um, and now, you know, uh, Commissioner-designee Kevin Bethel, and also the current interim commissioner, Stanford. All of those three guys were really, really trained um, and tutored and mentored and groomed, uh, molded by Commissioner Ramsey. And so while I was a DA and we created those programs, myself, the mayor, and Commissioner Ramsey, like focused deterrence, using empirical data, data-driven processes to track those that are most likely to commit crimes with guns and to hold gun violence accountable. Um, you know, I was in the meetings, the big meetings with Ramsey and the mayor, of course, but it was, you know, Commissioner Bethel, Commissioner Ross that really made that happen. Uh, they put the, uh, you know, the boots on ground. Um, and so a lot of the success that we had with focused deterrence was the direct result of the leadership and the execution of the strategies by Commissioner Bethel. And we've remained great friends since then. You know, I could tell you a lot about his resume, but the things that aren't on the resume of people, right? You know, there's that feeling that you get when you're with them. And he has been a true friend when a lot of other people gave me the Heisman as a result of <laughs> my own difficulties yeah. with the federal government, right? Um, he's a man of faith. Um, we had lunch uh, during the summer. We, we, we share... Uh, biblical verses with each other often in the mornings when we read things just independently. Um, so I, 
I believe that this is a, a phenomenal selection by uh, Mayor-elect Sherelle Parker. I think that it's a harbinger. It's a, a signal of great things to come. And uh, an administration that will push back uh, against uh, the things, the, the decline that we've seen as a result of Outlaw and Krasner. I uh, agree. And, of course, he said, you know, which is just good manners when asked about Krasner today, uh, Seth. He said, well, we're going to try to have a great working relationship. He immediately pivoted to I'm going to keep receipts, though, meaning we're going to enforce things. And I, I don't know if you share this or not, or he knows. He's a smart cop. I guess he mm-hmm. does. The homicide stuff is a big thing. I would tell you, though, the thing that drives people now is the shoplifting, the blatant shoplifting and other wild stuff, the ATVs and all. But the shoplifting, and we're not going to do anything about it, under $500, that gets people, including corporations, to move out. He seemed to say today, we're going to keep records of all this stuff. We're going to be transparent with the public, and we're going to show we're arresting, we're enforcing the law, and then that points toward Krasner. Right. So, again, he shares my philosophy that it's not the severity of punishment that changes behavior, it's the certainty. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he has done that throughout his career, um, strategically, operationally. He's a great command leader. Um, you know, I won't share with you, uh, the public, you know, the things I know about his philosophies or his feelings about uh, the current district attorney. But I know that you know, what he said is they're going to try to work with him, and that's what you have to do. Um, but at the same time, it's incredibly frustrating for police officers. You know, they come up to me everywhere on the street, Target, when I'm having cigars at the you know, Capelli Brothers, wherever I am, and just tell me about their frustrations with uh, the current district attorney. So I do know that, um, uh, you know, Commissioner Designee uh, Bethel is going to, you know, be polite. But at the same time, he's going to push back. You know, uh, what he one of the things I tell everybody about and Kevin Bethel doesn't either. There's guys that don't mince words. They're very direct. Oh, yeah. No, I I agree. He said it today. So, Seth, let me ask you, though, if you were running against Krasner or you were coaching up in this situation, I see Derek Green out there. I like him a lot. What does it take? Because I I don't know about you, and I don't want to put you on the spot because you're delegate inside of other relationships. I'm not on this. I believe, I give uh, Krasner his due. He is a singular force dedicated. He's the best of the Soros, meaning most destructive. He's the smartest, most resolute. He's going to do what he wants to do. And he's got just enough inside minority communities and the like, some of the ministers, et cetera, uh, we talked about this before with you and Nutter, uh, that it's hard. So what is it that you have to do with a guy that is not going to budge off his philosophy? You have to be exactly like what Kevin Bethel said. You have to be transparent. You have to, if he has people believing that his policies are saving the lives of black and brown people, you have to show no, the policies that he has implemented – such as not holding people accountable for the unlawful possession of firearms, because he will tell you, Krasner will tell you that he believes that that criminalizes poverty. No, Larry, that criminalizes people who are willing to kill people, right? And so what you have to do to push back against that 
is to show what those policies are, how those the implementation and the execution of that policy has led to the increase of the gun violence. And then you couple that with what you mentioned, um, retail thefts. When people feel as though there is no um, consequence for stealing stuff, there's no consequence for carrying guns illegally, that combination has led to the rise in shootings, both the fatal and the non-fatal shootings. It has led to the rise in carjackings. We've almost quintupled the number of carjackings that we have. Um, and so by being very bold and showing the people, no, this policy is not saving black and brown people. It's actually hurting them more. Um, and I think by being straightforward, I've been on here, I've told you all the time about my favorite aunt, my aunt Shirley. My aunt Shirley wanted people to be held accountable, but to be treated fairly once they were arrested, right? That's what people, people set up, you know, to go to church on Sundays. Those people, they want people to be held accountable, be treated fairly. And I have every faith as a result of my personal conversations, professional observations, and the body of work of Kevin Bethel, specifically with what he's done um, at the police department as a deputy commissioner, as a captain of the 17th, and also with the school district and the policies and the programs that he's created to hold kids accountable, but to also not ruin their lives. I uh, agree. That seems to be the end. That's, well, your other point, uh, Seth, that's why uh, Sherelle Parker was elected, why she chose to come on here about a year and a half ago and talk with us. Right which uh, talk radio doesn't do and uh, mayors don't do that are Democrats. And it's been obvious that she means business on this. And this is what she's going to be judged on. This is the quintessential thing. I agree with you. With Krasner, it's not about bluster. It's a long campaign to show exactly what police are doing and uh, the points that you made, holding people accountable in a just way, uh, just like Terry Stops. The media well, again today still didn't get it. These are constitutional. Well, I, that's what I was going to say. You know, again, Mayor Nutter, when he ran, talked about stop and frisk and Terry stops, right? And again, to her credit, Sherelle Parker knew and understood and talked about she was going to support constitutional stops of people. That's what Terry v. Ohio talks about. And that is exactly what. Commissioner Bethel is going to implement, right? That's what the law says. You know, if, if the police observe an unlawful act or they believe that a crime is afoot pursuant to Terry versus Ohio, they have the constitutional right to stop a person, to pat them down. And if they feel in their professional opinion that the person is possessing a gun, they do not need to hold a person there and then go get a search warrant and come back that that is a lawful um, reason to have a warrantless search. Um, and so I, you know, believe that um, Philadelphia is going to be much better hands now that we're going to be moving forward with Commissioner. Uh, I, I do, too, based upon you and cop sources saying pretty much the same thing, you from a different angle. Now. Uh, you look like you're still in great fighting shape. I was telling Dan today, somehow or another, randomly, I was yes. a judge, could not be swayed by shock of a tie. I don't know who he was betting on that night, inviting me over for drinks. I don't remember who won, but it was a who's who of Philadelphia. 
I think at the uh, whatever the the main department store in town was the gardens. Yes. That, yeah. Yes. And Chitwood was one of the other judges. <laughs> yep, I, I think I came in third that year. I got robbed. <laughs> well, the outfit but, uh, alone I, was. We danced, we danced to the Dancing with the Dancing with the Stars, and it was. Um, I did the uh, the Dirty Dancing from the movie. Oh boy! Did you take lessons for that, Seth? Yeah, I had to train. I had they had a professional dancer that taught me. <laughs> oh my god! And, for like three months, I had to practice like twice a week. Did, did you have to do any like lifts, like over the head lifts or anything? Yeah. Big? Oh, it was. It was. And imagine how embarrassing. I was one of the judges. Oh, my God. <laughs> did anyone drop their partner? Yeah. I have the video, and I'll send it to you. Oh, please. Well, oh, well that's well, awesome. Oh, we've been, lo- we've been looking at for that video for a long time. Particularly when I gave my observations about who was winning and all that. So who was the winner, Seth? Do you remember? It was, it was a, a woman that raised the most money for them. Oh, <laughs> there were on, several defense, there were defense attorneys in there too that I remember. So there yeah. you go. Hey, uh, Seth, thank you very much. Where do people follow you on Twitter? You're very active on Twitter. It's a great place, I think. Yes, they can follow me at New Seth Williams. All right, we got it. We got it. Seth, at New Seth Williams. At New Seth Williams. Seth, have a great New Thanksgiving. Thank, thank you, Seth. You. Let's, as always. let's keep. Let's keep Kevin Bethel in our prayers. It's a tremendously difficult job, and I know that he's going to do a great job for us all. And, again, I'm just thankful that Sherelle Parker has selected him. I agree with you. Thank you, Seth, very much. Thank you. Take Take care. care. All right, uh, there you go, Dan. So, uh, again, the Krasner strategy. Now, my complaint is with some people on Twitter and some people pushing back with me, they think you're instantly going to dislodge a guy like Krasner. You know? I recognize the uh, enemy. And I recognize what it takes. This is the best of Soros here. It's like you're toppling Soros. If Krasner is defeated here in Philadelphia, or reforms, unlikely, it's like beating George Soros. Soros is one of the hardest forces in the world to stop. Was Krasner there today? I'm not sure. I don't think he was. I don't think he was. I think that's further proof. Yeah. You would expect a newly Democrat mayor yes. to come into office right. and when she announces the police commissioner if she plans right. to, you know, flip right. and work happily with this guy to have him at the conference announcing. Yeah. But from day one, even the announcement right. speech, she's been calling out right. Krasner. It's, yeah, it's, it's, they're, it's they're keeping the receipts. That's what the police should do. That's the job of the police commissioner. Enforce the law, show the public you're doing it, and why the DA's office is not. No damn time with Dom today. Ugh. Dan's preparing for Friday. What time are you guys on? You're in for Dawn Stenson. Yeah, my first Dan. ever time doing a show here at 12th and WPHT. I'm uh, going to be hosting with Anthony Dorenzo. The other side's coming back live. We were uh, all over the station, the Phillies uh, playoffs. But now we're going to be filling in for Dawn. She was uh, very kind enough to let us do that while she uh, enjoys the day with her family. And uh, Dom, very much looking forward to it. Talk some Black Friday deals. We'll talk some entertainment. Uh, Talk to failures of the Marvel Cinematic Universe a little bit with the guests as well. All right. That's all happening Friday, independent. We don't know the time due to, uh, we know at 10. But yeah, at 10, but we don't know how long we'll Penn be gone. State. I'll yeah. be here Friday, and it depends on win or lose of Penn State basketball. Uh, a source claims that the New York explosion, we'll get into this in the next hour, Dan, at Niagara Falls is an attempted terror attack, that from Fox. Now, it's a source 
indicating that. Is it related to the Middle East? Yeah, Dom Giordano saying that. I don't know it yet, but that's the logic of where this is going, I believe. So uh, we're gathering details on that. Uh, there are fears tomorrow, the uh, parade in New York, that there be uh, not an attack, but a disruption of these. These mobs are not going away. And if this is related to that, it indicates the problem that we face. Dan, this was a vehicle at uh, Niagara Falls coming at high speed into the toll booths there, the booths. Yeah, it's just uh, the barricades, the separators. So Rainbow Bridge is a bridge right. that separates the two, uh, the two, you know, border points between Canada right. and the United States. And uh, there's a vehicle explosion. Uh, the vehicle attempted to enter the United States, uh, and I was reading somewhere that the, the, they saw it speeding towards, uh, you know, the the toll booth area. So you, I, I don't know if you call them toll booth or border crossing. Booth. Border crossing. I guess there's no yeah, toll there. I yeah. said that. Yeah, I've been through that. Okay. We'll continue with that. We have Dom's Money Melody coming up, of course, for a big prize. And our buddy, extraordinaire, he was with us. He's the guy that won over in Springfield Township with the police and the thin blue line. Wally Zimmerlaw is involved in another huge case. A judge yesterday essentially said, nah, we're not going to let the legislature make laws on voting in Pennsylvania. We're going to do it. So if you fill in your mail-in ballot, it's uh, late or the date's wrong and the signature and all. We're still going to count it. This is big. He's next and we'll continue to watch this explosion. Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3 from Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 